Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. I'm Rachel True. And I'm Trent Venegas. And you're listening to Quoting Gene Roddenberry. The 100-day podcast that celebrates what would have been the 100th birthday of the man that created Star Trek. Each day between now and the end of our podcast. August 19th. One of Star Trek's biggest icons. Or celebrity fans. Or both. We'll be quoting Gene Roddenberry. Then we're going to take a deep dive into why we think this sci-fi legend still has a lot to say to the world. quote is read by Star Trek Enterprise actor Stephen Culp. If you can't compete in football, you compete in your own way. And we would like to welcome back our guest host this week, the fabulous actress Charisma Carpenter. And Charisma, I, I have to I have to ask you, uh, are you a competitive person? What, what yeah. is the thing that you like to compete in? <laughs> We're actors. Yes. Uh, and I'm competitive even with myself. You know, I'm actually, you know, coming out of the pandemic, incredibly heavier than I normally am. And I'm not saying that as a, A, I'm not looking for a compliment and B, I'm not saying that in a pejorative sense. It's just Mm -hmm. the facts. Mm -hmm. And that's okay. I survived a pandemic. I'm okay with it, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel good. I don't feel good in my body. My clothes don't fit. My ankles hurt. My feet, you know what, you know what I'm saying? A lot of inflammation going on. Uh, So I'm making an effort to uh, rectify the matter now that, you know, we can do that. And yesterday's, you know, watermark, if you will, is, you know, going to be bested today, hopefully. Mm -hmm. So yes, I am a competitive person, but I'm not vicious. And I also am not, I'm also not a follower in the sense of if everybody's going to go do that thing, you know, or everybody's going to behave a certain way, it like, it's actually a red flag to me. Are you a lead follow or get out of the way? person do you know that expression lead follow? i don't it's an expression for a while and like you either lead you follow or get out of the way and i thought way, about yeah. a lot and i was like i get the fuck out of the way you guys can <laughs> yeah. all do yeah <laughs> well what's interesting about that question is i was just gonna write something about that on my twitter about about what well, I, I posted something on my um instagram account and i had noticed that of all the the media people that follow me the institutions mm-hmm. of all of the behind the scenes executives that follow me and creatives that follow me and the actors that follow me, it didn't get a lot of support. And it's mm. basically asking people in power positions that if you are going to, if you can, you know, support women, these survivors of what's going on with the Cosby thing. I know this has uh-huh. nothing to do with football, but right. what I, my point is, is that I'm attentive to how it has 600 likes and 303,000 people follow me on, Mm. on Instagram. So there's not a lot of support there. So when I see a lot of people going another way, it's a red flag to me when people don't, I don't mean to say that, Oh, it, you know, there are some things that need and require attention and these things do. And when we're instead pivoting and putting all of our focus into other things, 
that are less popular or maybe just unrelated, I, I have to stop and say, is this, is this worth it? And, and how that relates and ties into the Roddenberry quote is just, you know, being competitive, getting your message out, you know, uh, getting the job, achieving your goals, all of those things are not going to appeal to everybody. You've got to mm-hmm. find your own way, your own 100%. way of conversation, your own way of persuasion, your own way of influence, your own language. I think it's mm-hmm. more important to um, inspire people to lead you than to dominate people. Yeah. I- agreed. And I was just saying, I wish we'd known all that because what you just said, Charisma, was so true and so smart. I just wish I'd known it at 18 or 19 yeah. or 20, you know? Uh, with this quote, which is so kind of short and sweet, uh, like I grew up in a, this quote is not about sports at all, right? But I can't help but think about sports because I grew up in the most non-sportsy household that ever lived. I mean, I have no frame of reference for any sport aside from tennis. But mm-hmm. this quote is not about football. It's literally saying if you can't do this, you can do your own thing. And I feel yep. like all of us, from you, Charisma, to me, to trying to have a, a kind of march to the beat of our own drum. And I mm-hmm. agree completely a thousand percent with what Charisma said. I am most competitive with myself. That is it. Because I can't compare myself. Like, let's say when I was auditioning all the time, it's a losing game to compare yeah. yourself to another actor. Because one thing mm-hmm. Charisma and I know is it's not your part. It's not your part. Right. I have parts I really wanted, but whoever got them, that was their job. That's yeah. it. Totos. Like I, it has nothing to do with me because I didn't book it. And one of my pet peeves is actors who constantly talk about jobs. They, I, you know, I got so close on this job in 1993 that your friend booked. I don't care <laughs> because you didn't book it. And that's go- that's being competitive in the past. You know what I mean? You're actually reaching back into the past to be competitive about something from 20 years ago. And that can only lead. I feel like if you live in the past, you end up depressed. Right. So if you live (laughs) in the future, you can be too anxious. So I try Mm. to Ram Dass it and be here now. Yeah. And um, I, I am my my biggest. I trip myself up the most and I lift myself up the most at different times, if that makes any sense. I mean, honestly, I'm the same way. Uh, I, while I don't consider myself a competitive person, that's not to say that I don't like to play with others, that I don't like to play with friends, board games. Like, I like playing games with my friends. I, I like spending time with, with my friends. Sometimes I win, sometimes I lose. It's not something that I have to win, I have to win. Like, I'm not that Monopoly player. Um, but I do like to play. So while I don't consider myself a competitive person, I agree with both you, Charisma, and you, Rachel, that I do compete with myself. So I've always, so football, I can't compete in football. So I'm going to say that right now. That's was never my sport, never any interest in the slightest. Uh, and I never considered myself a very sporty or active person until I started long distance running. And I only started doing it just to see if I could do it. Uh, you know, I saw a couple of friends of mine who ran uh, the San Francisco Marathon and I was like, oh, I wonder if I could do that. And I was like, I'm sure I can't run a marathon, but I bet I could run three miles. And then it was like, well, I bet I could run six miles. And then I was like, well, if I can run six miles, maybe I could do a half marathon. And then I did my first marathon. Oh, and my then, God. That's amazing. And then, yeah. And then I was like, OK, well, I did it in, you know, not a great time, five hours and something, which is it's I'm proud of my time because that's how long it took me to do it. And then I thought, well, maybe 
maybe I can do it a little faster. And it was just in the back of my head, you know, just, just run a little faster, run a little faster. And then I ran like a faster time. So again, like while wow. I was, I don't consider myself in competition with people or uh, with friends. Uh, in that respect, uh, I feel I'm very competitive with myself in that I didn't think I could do it. And then I surprised myself. And then I'm like, well, if I could do this, maybe I could do a little more and a little more. Trent, and- you're, wait, Trent, I'm sorry to interrupt, but you're giving everyone who's listening like a really good tip here. Seriously, because mm-hmm. a lot of people try to do something, whether it is a marathon or, or whatever, and they jump in at the most yep. advanced level, like a yeah. level four yoga class instead of a beginner one. And what Trent is saying is, that's that's setting yourself up for failure by jumping yeah. in the level yeah. four one because you're not going to want to go back. But but yep. if you start at the very beginning and go, well, I think I could run a quarter of a mile. Maybe I could mm-hmm. run a half a mile. But Trent, I see a huge parallel to this in your blog creation because you mm-hmm. being who you were growing up and you were probably expected to do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then you pivoted to this completely unexpected direction. So right. That's the embodiment of this quote, frankly. Yeah, just find your thing. Find your thing. Whatever it is that whatever everybody else is doing, if that doesn't work for you, find your thing. And because you mentioned it, Rachel, um, a lot of times when I was in the heyday of my blog, you know, where there were other bloggers, people would ask me all the time. They'd be like, who are you in competition with? Like, are you in competition with XYZ? And I was always like, no, like we may talk about the same things, but we were do them so differently. No one can do what I do. So I did not feel I was in competition with anyone. So that's why I, I feel like it's always like I don't I like playing with people. And I like that I had colleagues who were also in in the blog business. But I, I was like, I'm not trying to do what they're trying to do. And I'm not trying to beat them because I can't beat them at what they do. I can only do what I do. And if I put my whole heart and soul into it, I'm getting Getting enjoyment out of it. Hopefully readers are getting enjoyment out of it and everybody wins. Also, another great tip. He wasn't doing it to have the biggest blog ever and have a billion dollars worth of advertising or be be the most famous actor in the world like so many of us when we start out, mm-hmm. right? He was doing mm-hmm. it because you enjoyed writing. I never right? did it for that reason. You, you know, one Good. of the things that is so interesting about uh, what you're telling me, you're ma- you made me think of a conversation I had with Sly Stallone when I was um, up for Expendables. He was telling me he was, we were talking about different actresses and he's like, you know, I've had like all these different actresses come in for this part. And I was like, Oh, okay. And he's like, are you a better actress than that person? And I, and I was just like, he, he wanted me to say I'm better. Mm -hmm. He wanted to pit us against each other. And I think that killer instinct that, you know, has driven him and been very successful for him. And it's a big, proponent of Rocky, right? Like boxing, right. uh, You know, it's just like, uh, you got to believe in yourself more than anybody else. You're the best you. And I just don't think I'm the best. What I don't ever (laughs) assume I'm the best. I don't know exactly what you mean. I'm the most beautiful or (laughs) the most intelligent or the best actress or the thing, the most funny, or I never think in those terms. And I never think about that in those terms about another actress, it's like, we're different. Am mm-hmm. I better than that person? Mm-hmm. I, 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 it, that's such a subjective question. That's an audience question. You know, what does the audience think? You know, and mm-hmm. also it's, there's way too many variables of that question, but he literally was making like pushing me. And I'm like, I'm not going to say it. I mean, it was, it was really interesting. 
You know, but what I will say, Charisma, like you were the best Cordelia Chase. I, and on a I was show the only where, Cordelia Chase. <laughs> yes, but listen, but on a show <laughs> where there were multiple slayers, there were witches, there were demons, there were vampires. The way that you played that character, it so embodied uh, uh, what Cordelia it was and will always be. And that is where when we when I talk about like fan devotion, that's where that comes from. So you didn't even have to compete with all of these other characters. You just played your character to your best no, ability. Cordelia was a Super Bowl. And, uh, yeah. You know, uh, uh, if we go back to the quote, like, you know what, if you can't compete in football, compete in your own way, which, again, a lasting I mean, it's kind of like and this isn't blowing smoke charisma because we all know I don't gassing me up. I don't do that. Everyone (laughs) you gassing me up. No, everyone can tell you I'm not a bullshitter at all. What I will say is it's an iconic character and you should be very very proud of that. Yeah. All right, you guys, we got to wrap it up. We're lucky enough to have the iconic Charisma Carpenter for a couple more episodes. Trent, tell the folks where they can go. Yeah, if you want to watch today's video of Stephen Culp reading the quote, you can check it out on our social media accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we hope you'll join the three of us tomorrow for another episode of Quoting Gene Roddenberry. Bye. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Quoting Gene Roddenberry. We'd love to hear your thoughts on today's quote. So tweet us, Post us, DM us, whatever. We're at Roddenberry on Twitter and Facebook and at Roddenberry Official on Instagram. Quoting Gene Roddenberry is a Roddenberry podcast hosted by me, Rachel True. And me, Trent Venegas. Producing are Claire Kramer and Kelsey Goldberg with executive producers Trevor Roth and Rod Roddenberry. Engineering and editing are provided by Elizabeth Joy Windham. And special thanks to all those who were kind enough to read a quote and give a voice to Gene Roddenberry's everlasting words. Live long and prosper. 